Hi everyone, today I have a very special guest on my podcast. His name is Sean. He is actually one of the co-founders of Go High Level. Now you guys know I have been raving about the software. I'm still kind of married to the other software that I've been using. The divorce papers is not quite signed yet, but I'm 100% married to this one. So I need to kind of check my priorities. But anyway, so I've got 10 students um, in my program and everybody is just loving it. And today I've got Sean and he is the brains behind all of this, or should I say some of the brains. I've spent the last two years learning from industry experts and successful business owners, going behind the scenes to discover what makes these entrepreneurs successful. Follow along with season 8 of Unleashed Focus podcast, where I dive in deeper than ever before, unlocking trade secrets, discovering what makes these entrepreneurs successful, but also really understanding their habits, frameworks, blueprints, secrets, and so much more. I also ask one important question, and that is how they have grown and scaled their business to a million or more. I'm excited that you are here and I can't wait for you to apply these strategies so you can become successful too. Welcome to Unleash Your Focus podcast, the number one place that will help you to start, grow and scale your online business today. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on to my show. This is so excited. I, I reached out to you on LinkedIn and I wasn't sure if you were actually going to do this and you did. So I want to say thank you so very much for this. Of course, I'm always happy to talk to anybody who wants to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> Where are you from, Sean? Can you tell people a little bit? About oh, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm so I'm in Oregon, um, in the US. So, um, and I'm, I'm I, I guess I'm not technically from here, but I've been here for a very long time. Okay. And what do you do for fun? What's your fun thing to do? Oh, gosh. Um, well, <laughs> this is a pretty full time gig. So if I'm not doing this, I'm definitely just hanging out with my family. So, you know, maybe some skiing in the wintertime. But uh, other than that, Pretty much just working on this full time. It's it's quite an impressive suite of software. Um, I mean, I've been building. For, I've I've got a marketing agency for like the last three years, and I've been doing this. You know, funnel building and things like that. This is my thing. It's what I do. And then I've got obviously this podcast, which is more like my fun hobby that I just love to share people's you know um, stories and so on with other people. And uh, when I started using this go high level, I was quite impressed with what you get for how much you pay. You know, it's just so super affordable. Can you talk to us a little bit about how did that come about? And, you know, how did you decide to basically make it so affordable for people? Yeah, sure. So we work with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, a lot of new agency owners, and we realize that a lot of times cost is a barrier. And, you know, we, we feel like if we do a good job at the low end, as we, you know, as they, as they grow, we grow. And so we felt like that was kind of a reasonable approach. And so, um, and we're, you know, we're a small business ourselves, but we're bootstrapped. We don't have any funding. And so, um, you know, we wanted to kind of treat our customers like we would want to be treated ourselves. And so we just kind of went like that and it's worked out pretty well. It's quite impressive. It's like the software, guys, it is amazing. You have to check it out. There's a free trial, so it's so worth it. So Sean, what made you decide to start Go High Level? How did it come about? Sure. Yeah. So I had another software company. Um, it, it was in the accounting software space and I integrated with um, a New Zealand company called Zero and uh, also uh, a big uh, American one called Intuit uh, for QuickBooks. And I was working with a, about a thousand small businesses, helping them on the accounting side. And I kept asking them sort of like, what else do you need? And they all said, oh, we, we want more customers. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, well, maybe I can create some software that'll help with that, you know? And so I started down that road. And, you know, what I realized very quickly was that small business owners want that as an end goal, but they don't have the time or the expertise to put into getting there often. And so this is where the marketing agency or the professional marketer comes in. 
and they really fill that gap. And so once we understood, oh, wait a second, those are the people behind the small business creating the success. It was like, wait, we need to focus on them because that's the real sort of secret sauce of small business success. Yes. And that's just amazing because I don't know of any other software where you can actually plug your agency into it because that's obviously what I've been doing because I've been using third-party softwares and which is fine, but then it's like an email integration here and it's a funnel here and it's a website there. It's all these different components. And at the end of the day, it easily costs business owners. I mean, I used to be one of them, like five, 600 US dollars a month. And I mean, I'm in New Zealand. So my clients, most of them, they pay New Zealand dollars. So it's even more, <laughs> you know, and it, I was like quite impressed. It was like, wow, we actually get all of these things for so cheap. And they were also impressed because obviously they're under me as like a sub account. And this is the, the thing that makes your software so amazing because it it actually gives that flexibility to agencies to help their people on a very different level, which is totally. pretty amazing. Yeah. So obviously being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of struggles that comes with entrepreneurship. We know this. What has been your biggest struggle? Gosh, you know, I, I mean, I take, I sort of love what I do and I feel like I'm on a really big mission. And so anytime I run up against somebody who doesn't understand or gets stuck or gets frustrated and they say, ah, this isn't for me. I just really, it's, it's always tough. I don't know why I take it personally every time because I just think, oh, you know, I just know that had we gotten you a little farther or gotten you at a, at a earlier moment before you got frustrated, you would actually see this vision, you know, and you would understand it. And more importantly, it would help you and you would make money and you would grow and you'd be successful and you would help your clients. And, you know, it's like, it's a lot of really positive stuff. And so whenever I see somebody sort of f- fail at that, I, I always think, gosh, you know, I felt terrible. I wish I could have done something to, to, to save them. So I'd say that's probably my biggest struggle. So that's a bit of an imposter syndrome there that comes in. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I don't, I, it's just figuring out how to scale this and figuring out how to try to get to everybody, and it, it, which is an impossible task, but just, you know, doing your best. Yeah. And it's just about being the loudest, right? Because that's really what marketing is. It's just being the loudest. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And that's a funny thing. I'm not even a marketer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a software engineer. So I, I don't even know sometimes what I'm doing here, but, um, but, but I'm having fun. Well, that's exactly it. And the software speaks for itself. So you don't, you know, you don't necessarily need to, you don't have to have to be loud with what you do because it speaks for itself. How long has Gaha Level been going? Gosh, I think it's probably been almost four years now, but not very long. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Now, okay. So family and relationships. Okay. So before I dive into that, this show is about going behind the scenes to understand what makes people successful. And also, you know, the struggles and the things people face. And one of the struggles, or should I say the challenges that entrepreneurs face is fitting in family with your work life or slash entrepreneurial life. Do you find that as a challenge for you? Oh gosh. Oh, absolutely. Every day. How do you overcome that? Probably not very well. Um, (laughs) um, you know, I, I, I'm lucky. I, I have a very supportive uh, family, um, but I would definitely say, you know, there are many days where I'm not the best dad I want to be or, or the best spouse that I want to be. Um, so I would say I'm, I'm not a very good model for balance at all. Um, I never, I never really have been. I, I, I've sort of always been a little extreme in the things I do. So that's just sort of how I come out of the box, but, you know, um, but lucky for me, I've got a really supportive family. So, I mean, you know, I've always, I'm all, maybe I, I probably need to listen to some of your podcasts and guests and things, because I would say I'm probably not the best person to follow on that front. 
<laughs> yes. And you know what? You and like hundreds and thousands of other entrepreneurs. So you know what? It is a thing. People struggle with this. I used to struggle with this myself. So I completely get that 100%. Behind me, I've got a hashtag goals. Yeah. I used to coach small businesses one-on-one -on -one quite a bit. And goals was a thing that everybody always struggled with. Do you have advice on goals? Is that do you follow a certain way that you set goals? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I probably should, but no, I mean, I think for uh, for me, it's just about you know waking up every day and just sort of thinking, okay, well, the goal really is that I sort of think of it as an end goal, more of a mission, right? And so it's, I think for me, it's maybe that's what it is. It's it's not sort of getting mired in the you know this one-off issue here, this one item there. It's sort of like trying to stay focal on what the long-term mission is. And sort of trying to bring everybody along with the mission and understanding that well that's kind of a messy process as long as everybody's kind of eventually tilted in the right direction i think i think that's kind of the, the best goal yeah i like that as well now long-term vision for go high level how does that look like would you guys have like a yeah so i mean the, the mission is pretty simple i mean we're we're still doing what we wanted to do to begin with which is help small businesses and medium businesses thrive but just understanding that the way to do that is to empower others who have other skill sets and really just combine us with them and you know figure out a way to by helping an agency or a professional marketer we can also help a small business right and realizing that that's our place in the world and really just continuing to make sure that everybody who's out there in the digital marketing space knows we're here and and how we can help them and 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 really focus on making sure that all of our existing customers are continuing to grow and thrive and scale and i think if we just stick to that idea the good things will happen yes no definitely so your ideal avatar your perfect clients is that then it's more agencies and and consultancy agencies than just individual small businesses yeah, I mean, I think what's tough is if you, if you, I always try to think about this in terms of like, if you think about the, you know, there's certainly businesses that have internal resources to do marketing and have professional marketers. And those people are great, can, could run our platform very easily. But if I just sort of think about it in context of the average small business, you know, they tend to be really great at this thing that they do. Yeah. And marketing and sales are a very important part of it, but it isn't the thing that they do. And there's always this struggle, right? Um, to, and so I sort of think, you know, for the average small business, the best thing they could do is hire a professional marketer to help them, right? Because most of the time, even if they are doing great and, and they could have somebody in-house, do they really need to have somebody full-time in-house? It's sort of like that struggle. But I always think, you know, if you're the best dentist in, in town, or does that, does that mean that you know how to build funnels and, and, and websites and run Facebook ad campaigns and all that? I don't think so. And in fact, I think if you spent a lot of time telling your patients that they would run out of your office immediately because they think, what in the world is this person doing? Why aren't they telling me about nerdy dentistry stuff that they're focused on? Right. And so if that's true, in order for them to be great at their craft, then they really should be working with an agency or consultant. Yeah. I completely, completely agree with you. And I can see now with Mark, because I recently, I actually started with your software and I white labeled it because I started a coaching business, a group coaching business. I moved away from the one-on-one -on -one and it's been really good. And I've already, there's already people making sales, et cetera, which I'm quite impressed with that because we've always just worked one-on-one -on -one with clients. And I've noticed that firsthand. And there's so many people that struggle with like tiny little things. It's like, what is a traffic on? I'm like, hmm. And I'm, it's things that I used to not know, like, you know, three, four years ago. And I'm thinking I have to like reverse engineer my head. I'm like, okay, take 
hundred steps back and explain all the way from the beginning because I just assume people know these things. And yes. this is the thing. And it's and something as small as a faticon can make a big difference, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So I, I do really love the way that you guys are angling this because it, it really makes sense. It really, really does make sense. Hmm. I like that. So now you more the software side than marketing. Absolutely, yes. We've established that you are not a marketer, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure you've got people that do that for you. So what is your focus every day? Do you have a focus plan? Do you sit and Yeah, I mean, so I would say the, the focus is um, I'm, I'm very product driven um, and I'm very team driven. So, you know, we have 150 team members now. And so it's really about trying to make sure that the organization is all aligned and moving in the, in the same direction, which can be a challenge with that many people. Um, so it's really, it's just about making sure that we're making the right short and long-term moves from a product perspective to me that are important. Um, we're lucky enough to work with a lot of incredibly talented marketers and they do a great job getting the word out um, to other marketing uh, folks in the world about us, which is awesome. And so for me, it's okay, how are we making sure that we're doing the things that our customers are asking for, and we're moving in the right direction and making the right uh, the right decisions there. So that's really most of what I spend my time doing. Yeah, have you guys had? Because I mean, back like ten years ago, there hasn't been there wasn't a lot of competition in the funnel world. Let's be real. And in the last five six years, I mean, ClickFunnels is a big competitor of yours. I'm sure. Um, I mean, this is where I'm still half married to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, th I think is the way I think about it. Honestly, I think that I always say, you know, if tomorrow every ClickFunnels customer came running over here, I would really not be happy about that day because you have to realize that their mission is is wide, not deep. So they, they have one thing they want to teach everyone to do, which is great. But if as you once you do that one thing, you start to realize like, oh, wait, I need to also that's capture right? I've captured the lead. But what about like getting the lead to give me money? How does that work, right? And if it's e-com or something, that's easy, right? Like buy my product, cha-ching, like ship it out. All right, great. But for the rest of us, it's, you know, it's capture, nurture, close, not capture money. Does, like just doesn't work. So normally once those people learn on ClickFunnels, they, and they, the ones that grow and actually advance, those are actually the great customers for us. So I think ClickFunnels is almost like a great sort of proving ground for our eventual customer because if you're really a pro marketer eventually you're going to say well this this is great i need this but i need all these other things too yeah which is so 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 true i completely agree with you i like that hmm, this is a good way to to put it um so this show is also about like i said is to understand you know behind the scenes what make people successful and a lot of the listeners on the show is people that have either started a business and they're stuck or they're sitting on that fence and I just really haven't started yet. What advice would you have for somebody like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough. I, I totally get it. Analysis paralysis is sometimes there. Um, I think, I mean, I think, you know, just trying things and also being willing to sort of like fail. I mean, you know, High Level didn't start overnight. I mean, we actually, before we started High Level, we, we wrote an entire software application to help like home services people manage their jobs and invoicing and estimating and all all this other stuff we wrote this whole long thing it took us six months and we took it out to market and people said yeah this is great but we'd like more customers and we're like oh and we basically dumped the whole thing yeah. so we wasted six months of our lives on something no one wanted so i mean that doesn't really make the story most of the time because it's not exciting but it's the truth 
That's right. Yeah. You know, and um, and so I would say that, you know, but I'm sure glad we did because we wouldn't be here otherwise. Right. And so it's kind of like one of those things where in life it's like if I if we just given up or we hadn't tried or we just sort of sat on the fence, we just wouldn't be here. And so for me, it's just all part of the story. Yeah. And it's that growing pains. It's those stepping stones. Yeah. It's like get oh, out of your comfort zone to just get. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, also, I mean, everyone has different issues. Like I'm not a very creative person. I cannot find by myself without a lot of other people's help, the right model for me. So, you know, like that's okay. Like, I mean, you can find people who are doing something and you can just say, you know, like, okay, I'll, I'm going to start with that. Right. Like, you know, we, we just recently, our big push is like trying to get people to sell SaaS essentially, which is software features in their inner app kind of out to small business with this idea of trying to impart like a business model to people that they can use. Cause a lot of people will say like, oh yeah, these are cool tools and components, but how do I put them together to do something, right? This is actually what ClickFunnels I think does really well, which is like, here's a coaching thing. But the problem is then you're like, well, yeah, but what do I sell? Like absolutely like tangibly, like, can you give me the thing? And they're, they can't, so you have to still make it up. And so we're trying to endeavor to do something different there where it's like, Hey, no, 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 here it is. It's like, you sell the thing in the box. Here's how much you sell it for. Here's who you sell it to. Here's why it's beneficial. You know, that sort of thing. Um, just trying to, you know, continue. And I, I, that appeals to a guy like me. Cause I'm like, that's exactly what I would want. I would sell like, here you go. Cause it's, I'm not very creative. And so I think it's okay to do that because it's a great place for people to start. Yeah. I really like that. That is really, really cool. Um, so what drives you with your success? What drives me? Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. You know, I just love seeing the impact. So, you know, and understanding and seeing that there's like a way to build a business that can help people. And at no level do we have to compromise our ethics, compromise our mission, compromise who we, who we set out to be. And to me, that's very inspiring. Um, and just watching the success of other people. I mean, we we have just countless people who are making so much more money and they'll, they'll they, you know, we get these, we're lucky to get thank yous on this all the time. And that is exactly what I was trying to do to begin with. And I love the idea that you can create a business around that. That to me is fantastic. I wish the world was that holistically. Yeah. And it is really cool because it's just such a great model that a lot of people can make money off of one how do I put this? Like if I'm looking, if I'm looking at like how I'm doing it, so I've got my people under me as sub accounts and they're all making money and I'm making money because I'm helping them. So it's just, and they're right. helping other people because my target client is impact driven entrepreneurs and people that want to make an impact and a profit. So it's like mm-hmm. a really beautiful circle of people just helping. Uh, totally. And that model is out there. It works. It can yeah. be done. Right. Yeah. And so I think, and I, and I don't think that's something we, we talk about enough. And I think a lot of people, in fact, say the opposite, like it can't be done. It doesn't work. It doesn't scale, you know, that sort of thing. And I think that's just nonsense. And so I'm happy that, and I'm happy to be part of that world. That's the world I, I want to live in. Yeah. No, I completely like that. Like hundred percent agree. Do you have anything else that you can add to the audience, Sean, that I might not have touched on? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I think the biggest thing I would say is like, if you are on the fence on getting in and becoming an entrepreneur, this is the time to do it. I mean, if you look at, um, I always love to, to say, you know, uh, if you go look at Google trends and if you don't know Google trends, it's an awesome tool, but if you look at the term digital marketing agency and you look back to when Google first started looking at the data, that term has never been searched more. And I think the reason why is because a lot of businesses through COVID have realized that um, digital is something that can't just be delayed anymore. It has to be the mainstay of your business. And, and, and more importantly, they know they need help with it. So they're reaching out 
to the internet right now searching digital marketing agency because they're looking for one. So, you know, it's a great time to be a person who is trying to help small and medium businesses find their legs when it comes to digital technology. And so I think it's a great business. I think it has a very bright future and I hope that more people will jump in because it's a good time to do it. Yeah, no, definitely. I completely agree with you. And I've noticed also some COVID because um, COVID is when my business excelled because there was more people that started a business, literally. And yeah. that's where the coaching came in and everything just went boop, 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 boop. It's, and it's just amazing because people realize there is no other choice. Where they used to have a choice, some people lost their jobs and there were just no choice. So they had to make a plan, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think though, hopefully from this also is that lesson, right? Which is, you know, you never know what's going to come along. And if you don't have your own business of some kind, even if it's just a side gig, you know, you're going to, that one dependence on that one job, it may evaporate tomorrow. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be because of a global pandemic. It could be lots of reasons, but, you know, you need to be prepared and you can only do that if you sort of, sort of take things into your own hands. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Sean, this has been fantastic. I really appreciate Likewise. it. This has been really great. Guys, we're going to leave a, a there's a two-week trial that Go High Level provides and uh, we're going to definitely drop the link below. And Sean, if anybody can want to get in touch with you maybe for a potential interview or anybody can they just reach out to you on LinkedIn like I did? Will that LinkedIn, be Facebook Messenger, whatever, whatever works for people. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Likewise, yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye for now.